I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudrance for Black and White Sports 2. Let's talk some San Francisco 49ers. You guys know that's my team. That's the team that, that this channel, there was a lot of concentration on for a long time. And when there's something good, I'm still going to cover this team the best I can. Um, there's a lot of good guys out there. Haberman and Middlecoff do a fantastic job involving this. I don't listen to Grant Cohen, sorry. I don't trust woke opinions. I'm just not going to. Uh, so, anyway, we've got a couple of things. Jimmy Garoppolo peeling back the curtain on how he really feels about the fact that the 49ers drafted Trey Lance. To this day, it is still one of the most baffling, one of the most nonsensical moves I can ever remember in 49ers history. I still don't get it. I still don't know what they were trying to do. Jimmy Garoppolo was 40 and 19. I understand. I understand he had an injury history. But simply put, this team could have just signed a really damn good backup quarterback. And in this offense, just kept on rolling. Now Brock Purdy looks like he's the guy. And Trey Lance is fighting for his training camp lives. My God, we talk about Tua Tonga-Vailoa and Tuanon. Well, there are some trade truthers out there that, for some reason, have hitched their wagon to this guy, and they still believe. I mean, there were literal odds at one betting site earlier in the year, just a few weeks ago, 25-1 to 1 for Trey Lance to be MVP. The SOB may not see the, sh- the field. It makes no sense. Members of the media have attached there, and they are banging the drum. I continue to believe there is a social justice aspect to Trey Lance that people will not let go, and they've made it. They haven't come out and said, well, a few people have, but they have tried to make this about race, and it's lazy. It's ridiculous. I mean, I've said before, as much as I don't like Colin Kaepernick, if the dude could play like a top 10 quarterback, somebody would have had him on the team and got him a pillow to put his knees on when he was kneeling. This team, this league, we have found out they don't care about character. They care about your play on the field. And if you can play, they're going to put your ass out there. And the fact is, there's some really elementary throws Trey Lance can't make. He, he struggles with hitting a running back in the flat, for crying out loud. Stop it. And that kind of thing rubs Kyle Shanahan the wrong way. I will say this, no doubt about it, Kyle Shanahan dodged a hell of a bullet because this team is so good that they have kept Kyle and John from getting fired over, if you take a step back and look, you traded all that collateral for what looks like a disaster at quarterback. And Kyle wanted Mac Jones. Well, Kyle, you should have taken Mac Jones. 
I mean, I'm sorry, but in this offense, he could have ran that like, I mean, it would have been, it was a match made. It was, but nonetheless, they didn't, and now they're out of all that collateral, and they got lucky with Brock Purdy, who's gonna probably save their ass. I do not think Trey Lance. I, I think they may keep Lance. Some of it will be optics. The other is. If you get even an offer for a sixth, you better jettison this son of a gun the hell out of town. So, that's my Trey Lance takes, uh, but it certainly does uh, connect to this, this, this article. Garoppolo admits feeling real awkward after 49ers drafted Lance. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. Two years plus after the Niners drafted his replacement quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo was honest about how he felt throughout the 2021 season. In an exclusive interview with the Chronicles, Mike Silver, God, he's a good NFL insider. I mean, he's, this dude's literally got everybody in his phone book. Garoppolo discussed his roller coaster 2022 season and why the difficulties paled in comparison to 2021 season after San Francisco selected Trey Lance with the number three pick in the NFL draft earlier that spring. Quote, yeah, the 2021 season was real awkward. Garoppolo told Silver, that was tougher than this past year, honestly. And we know how horrible that went. By the way, Jimmy was playing out of his mind when he got hurt. You're always going to be dealt a hard hand at some point, and you just got to make the best of it. And that's what I tried to do. That was a hard time. But I had some people around me to lean on. The brothers in the locker room, those guys... Played a big role. I don't think the fans always saw all that stuff, but those guys really picked me up when I was down sometimes. Wow. You know, that's the one thing we've talked about in the past. The 49ers, the players, the locker room loved Jimmy Garoppolo. When you're basically celebrating that Jimmy Garoppolo is coming back in last year, on the field, not even trying to hide it, that team just ratcheted up a notch as soon as Jimmy's energy hit the field. The entire team just locked on to Jimmy and said, you know what, Garoppolo's back in. We got a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Let's rock. That's why I love those guys in the locker room, all the crap we went through for four to five years. Whatever it was, we stayed together in the locker room, and I thought that's what made us such a tight group. The 49ers drafting Lance signaled the inevitable end of Garoppolo's tenure with the 49ers, even as the rookie served as a veteran's backup throughout the season. The direction of the team was clear. San Francisco then sought to trade Garoppolo after the 2021 season, but was unable to find a trade partner after Garoppolo opted for offseason shoulder surgery. After a frustrating offseason for both parties, Garoppolo ended up signing a restructured contract to remain the team with the team as Lance's backup. When Lance suffered a season-ending ankle injury, Garoppolo, against all odds, was thrust back into action. The 31-year-old appeared in 11 games, 10 starts, and was having arguably the best season of his career before sustaining a season-ending foot fracture in Week 13. And it goes on to talk about that Garoppolo was dubbed a franchise quarterback. So let's get to this because there are some rumors out there involving Trey Lance. Now we got a former Vikings GM and team president for the Titans coming out and saying. I'm Alex Rodriguez. 
And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Where he thinks three landing spots could be, quote, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Falcons, or the Commanders all have questionable quarterback situations with Baker Mayfield, Desmond Ritter, I have no confidence in Ritter. And Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett with the Commanders. By the way, all of a sudden Rivera's talking up Brissett. That's not great for Sam Howell. All three teams can easily afford Lance's minimum base salary this season. And it goes on. Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask are currently the two quarterbacks battling for the starting quarterback position. Lance would fit right into the battle and could be a great cheap option for the team to try to build around. If the pairing doesn't work out, the team doesn't lose much at all. So they're saying that really and truly the Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, might make the most sense there. Now, I want to point something out to you. The Niners came very close to signing Baker Mayfield this last offseason. I mean, that was a thing, okay? Instead, they went with Sam Darnold, but Baker was on the table for the Niners. So that just tells you right there. I don't know if, if is Trey Lance an upgrade over Baker Mayfield? I mean, I simply don't, don't believe that. We're talking about a guy with a, a, a lot more history including a playoff win under his belt. But maybe it would be a take-a-flyer situation. I don't know. I contend if you can get anything for Trey Lance, you better pull the trigger. 49ers CEO Jed York faces allegations of insider trading. That's right. 49ers CEO Jed York has various business interests. One of those business interests has sparked allegations of insider trading. According to the Chronicle, York faces multiple lawsuits arising from activities of Chegg Incorporated. The litigation contends that Chegg helps students cheat online exams. Yikes. Per the Chronicle, the lawsuits claim that Chegg's revenue soared during the pandemic as students learned they could use a Chegg account to get real-time answers to questions on college exams administered online. Holy shit. York is accused of, among other things, insider training for dumping the company's stock. York allegedly made $1.4 million in profit by selling 20,000 shares, quote, artificially inflated prices. In response to an inquiry by the Chronicle, the 49ers said the 49ers are proud of the work we accomplished with Chegg and to provide the scholarships for the first-generation students. The Chronicle explains the team did not address the questions about the lawsuit against York. York has served on the Chegg Board of Directors for 10 years. The company's revenue reportedly skyrocketed during the pandemic. Per the lawsuits, as explained by the Chronicle, students realized they could log into Chegg while taking a test and search the company's database for academic exams or even an online query tutor for answers to questions. Students then cut and pasted answers into their finals. If the allegations are proven true, it's the kind of thing 
that could get York scrutinized by the NFL personal conduct policy. Of course, there were, quote, higher standards for owners or even the same standard as applied to players. So the Niners CEO could be in a hell of a lot of trouble if he is not careful for insider trading. I wanted to throw that into this video. My God, there was a time, I'm going to tell you, there was a dark time. A lot of people, if you're a Niners fan, you know that 2000 to 2008, 9, 10 period, I mean, it was just a wreck. Before they got Harbaugh in there and he righted the ship, it was a nightmare for Niners fans. And York is much, much to blame for that. Much to blame. And one could argue he's certainly the reason Jim Harbaugh ain't around anymore either. And I was a big Harbaugh guy. I still am. I got lucky because he went and he's coaching the Wolverines, which is my college team. So I've had a lot of Harbaugh. But, man, this looks bad, and this could be real bad. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.